Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And a very good Sunday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. What a victory it was yesterday at the ballpark. Down one nothing in the ninth inning. The Marlins played five. As always, for the recap, here is your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. 19 come-from-behind wins for the Miami Marlins this season. They have still not lost consecutive games since May 23rd. Down 1-0 in the top of the ninth inning. The Miami Marlins score five unanswered this afternoon, and they upend the White Sox in game two of this three-game weekend series. They beat them by a final score of 5-1. Welcome to the 10th inning show with Steven Strom, Kelly Sacco, I'm Kyle Seeloff. Thanks for hanging out with us, making us a part of your Saturday today. Boy, I, the uh, the Marlins kept you on the edge of your seat all afternoon long, going to the top of the ninth inning today. The Marlins were 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position while leaving 11 men on base. Well, it all changed in the top of the ninth inning. Marlins got a terrific start from Sandy Alcantara, and again, we have said it all season long. They find a way to get a big hit when it matters most. And the Marlins do just that. Uh, we welcome Kelly Sacco back into the 10th inning show now. And uh, Kelly, you know, let, let's it's it's only fair to go to the ninth inning, but let's break it down. And we'll start with the pinch hit single to start the ninth inning for Garrett Cooper, who came in cold off the bench today. And Garrett Cooper has been someone who's really struggled to find that rhythm, especially after a hot start to the season, ends up on the IL, hadn't been able to figure out his timing. But what he has been able to do was come up clutch for the team on multiple occasions. Today being one of them, he falls behind 0-2 and then does a really nice job of getting that two-strike single. Davis then ends up pinch hitting. And Luis Arise does what Luis Arise does best. First pitch, outer half of the plate, takes the ball the other way, and the Marlins are cooking. Now, the Marlins may not have been able to get anything going early, but they were having really good at-bats. They were making Kopech pitch to him. They were getting deep into counts. They just had nothing to show for it. So I think that this is one of those occasions where everything ends up paying off in the long run, they got Kopech out of there after five innings, which is huge. He's the guy with a huge fastball. He got a lot of Marlins swinging at six strikeouts over the course of those five innings. So I think at the end of the day, the Marlins good at bats early in the game, though they had nothing to show for it, ended up helping them in the ninth. So Arise followed Cooper with the single. And then Jorge Soler walked in the top of the ninth inning. 
Then De La Cruz ties it when Tim Anderson makes the error. It was one-to-one. -one. The bases were still loaded with nobody out. To me, maybe the biggest at-bat in the ballgame was Jesus Sanchez drawing the nine-pitch walk in the top of the ninth inning. I mean, it was a true professional at-bat, one that we may not have seen in recent years from him. And seeing the in-game adjustments from him, I think, is what was huge because he had back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back strikeouts in the first or third in the fifth, but then drew the walk in the second, started to see the ball a little bit better. And then, as you mentioned, nine pitches to draw the walk. And, and when he drew it, he had a fist pump. He was so excited. It just goes to show you the unselfish type of at-bat because – there are a lot of guys there who are going to be swinging out of their shoes who want the fame of the big of the big home run, but he understood the situation and drew the walk, and that was huge. And the Marlins end up getting five of the ninth inning today. Now to the pitching side of things, working our way backwards here. Uh, A.J. Puck just fine there in the ninth. Stephen Okert kept things in check in the eighth inning. How about the first seven innings turned in by Sandy Alcantara today? This looked like Sandy Alcantara of 2022. He worked efficiently. He only collected four strikeouts, but this has never been a strikeout guy. Got them to ground out. The one run is the solo shot, which is okay. If you're going to give up a home run, do it with nobody on. That was a home run to Vaughn, but he didn't let things spiral, which is what we have been seeing from Sandy. For whatever reason, nobody can seem to pinpoint this season is just letting things get out of control, but something that he didn't do today. There was a little bit more of a confidence in him. Uh, Skip Schumacher before the game said, hey, he's feeling good coming into this one. He's feeling good. He's feeling confident. And I think that's what we saw out here in this one. The come-from-behind kids were at it once again this afternoon. Thank you, Kelly. And we'll see if Braxton Garrett can win this series before a long flight to Seattle awaits the Marlins tomorrow. Let's do it. A now 19 come-from-behind wins for the Miami Marlins this season who have now won 12 of their last 16 games that they've played. And again, as mentioned, the Marlins today avoided losing consecutive games for the first time since May the 23rd. This is all on the heels of the six-game winning streak that was snapped last night. The Marlins roared back in the top of the ninth inning today. Let's take a listen to all the highlights from this ball game this afternoon. We didn't have a single highlight until Andrew Vaughn. It was a scoreless ball game led off the bottom of the fourth inning for the White Sox. There's the pitch to Vaughn, and he swings and hits a ball with authority towards right field. Going back, De La Cruz at the wall, looking up. She is gone. Andrew Vaughn with his eighth home run of the season. He was 0 for 13 in his last five games coming into this one on this Saturday afternoon. His leadoff shot here in the bottom of the fourth inning has staked the White Sox to a 1-0 advantage. And it looked for a long time today like that may very well be all that the White Sox needed. Michael Kopech went the first five innings for the Chicago White Sox. Gregory Santos came in and tossed an inning in two-thirds beginning in the sixth. Reynaldo Lopez tossed an inning in a third, and that took us to the top of the ninth inning this afternoon. Again, Sandy Alcantara was brilliant today. Seven innings, one run, three hits, two walks, and four strikeouts for Sandy Alcantara. Stephen Oker worked a scoreless eighth inning. Top of the ninth inning this afternoon, Joe Kelly, the veteran right-hander, two-time World Series champion, came into the ballgame for the Chicago White Sox. The first man that he faced was Garrett Cooper, cold off the bench, a night after getting his left arm bent backwards on a throw to first base up the line into the runner last night. Garrett Cooper was in an 0-2 hole in the top of the ninth inning. He hit a single into center field. 
Luis Arise followed with a single. I should mention that Jonathan Davis was pinch running for Cooper after his pinch hit single. Davis was at second, Arise at first with nobody out after the Arise single. Arise today, by the way, finishes day two for four. His average only continues to increase. Jorge Soler followed the Arise single with a walk. The Miami Marlins had the bases loaded with nobody out in the top of the ninth inning. They were trailing one nothing. The infield was halfway for the White Sox. Brian De La Cruz was at the plate. Nothing into the count. Big wide stance for De La Cruz. Here's a hitch by Kelly, and the 0-2 pitch is cracked on the ground, out to short. Anderson bobbles in. One run's going to score. Everybody is safe, and the Marlins tie the ball game in one here in the top of the ninth inning. That's an error by Tim Anderson at shortstop. He got a little too cute with it at the last second. He was going to come up firing to the plate. Everybody is safe. It's one-to-one -one here in the top of the ninth inning. The bases are still loaded with nobody out. That tied the ball game. The next man to bat. Bases still loaded. Nobody out. Now it's a 1-1 game. The ninth pitch of the at-bat to Jesus Sanchez. He's already blown the save. Let's see if the Marlins can take the lead. And the pitch is high ball for He walked him. A breaking ball missed high. An unbelievable at bat for Jesus Sanchez here in the top of the ninth inning. A nine pitch at bat results in a walk. The Marlins have taken a two to one lead. And with the bases still loaded, still nobody out in the ninth inning. Yuli Gurriel came to the plate. And now the pitch is a high chopper hit out towards short. Anderson's got it. He'll step on the bag. That's the only play. It's a fielder's choice put out. It's an RBI for Yuli Gurriel. And the Marlins extend the lead. It's 3-1. to one. Put the baseball in play. You never know what's going to happen. Well, six men came to, the uh, came to the plate facing Joe Kelly. Kelly only got one out. And to that point, he had allowed three runs. That sent Kelly packing. The lefty Garrett Crochet came into the ball game with runners at first and second base with one out in the top of the ninth inning. Crochet struck out Joey Wendell, but with two outs to the plate came Gene Segura. And here's the 3-2 pitch. We got a line drive and the left field trouble. A base knock for Segura. A big knock for Segura. His second of the day. One run will score. Coming towards the plate, Gurriel. Two runs will score. It's a two-out, two-run double for Gene Segura. And the Marlins extend the lead. They played it five unanswered here in the ninth. An unbelievable five-run, three-hit, one error. Top of the ninth inning for the Miami Marlins to again come back late in a ball game. They have gotten a big hit when it has mattered most this season. They do so again today. 19 come from behind wins. The Marlins now 14-3 in interleague play this season. 15-16 on the road away from Lone Depot Park. They're 21-13 at home this season. Bottom of the ninth inning after a two-out double from Yoan Moncada. The last hope for the White Sox today facing A.J. Puck was Jake Berger. Well, she sure was close there. So now the count is full. Grandal is on deck. Puck comes set. Now the payoff pitch is swung on it, missed strike three, bang! This baby is over. The Miami Marlins have their 19th come from behind win this season. They score five unanswered in the top of the ninth inning this afternoon, and they beat the Chicago White Sox five to one to level this three game weekend series at one apiece today.
What a win for the Marlins, for the White Sox. Here in the bottom of the ninth inning, no runs, a hit, no errors, one man left on base. Steven Okert's going to get a win for the Marlins today. Joe Kelly will be the loser. Marlins beat the White Sox with five in the ninth. They win it five to one. We'll take a look at the totals when we come back. Oh, one heck of an effort. We will hear from Skip Schumacher and whomever else downstairs when Steven comes back in just a little bit. Well, taking a look at the totals from this ballgame this afternoon for the Marlins, five runs, ten hits, no errors, 12 men left on base. And for the White Sox, one error, five hits, one costly error, five men left on base. Steven Okert improves to 3-0 for the Marlins this season. Joe Kelly suffers another setback. He's now blown four saves this season for the White Sox. He is 1-3. Total time of game, two hours and 55 minutes on a gorgeous 83-degree, partly cloudy Saturday afternoon on the south side of Chicago. Here at Guaranteed Rate Field, we played in front of 25,793 this afternoon. They go home sad after the Miami Marlins collect their 36th victory of the season. Now tied for the second-best mark in franchise history through the first 65 games in 2023. The Marlins 36-29. and 29. We will... Uh, Update you on what's happening elsewhere in the National League East in a couple of minutes. The Marlins did play today four and a half back of the Atlanta Braves in the National League East in sole possession of second place in the NL East. As for the White Sox, now 29-37 and 37 after they blow it in the ninth inning here today. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff, they struck out seven, and that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. All right, I had a chance to catch up with Gene Segura after this one, after the big, big two RBI double in the top of the ninth to really give the Marlins some insurance runs. I caught up with him after the game, and here's that conversation right now. Thanks, Kyle, with Gene Segura here. Uh, Gene, two for five today. You guys got traffic on all games, just couldn't convert. What was the message, though, down one nothing going into the top of the ninth? Uh, we never give up. You know, I know we miss a lot of opportunity in this game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a game of baseball, you know. A lot of time um, you get people some traffic, but doesn't mean you're going to score. And, uh, you know, when you even imagine you're going to score some run, and, and basically you did it. I mean, our team went to the night, and you see having so good a bat, passes the ton, and you see how, how they ended. You had the big two RBI double in the ninth. What were you looking for there? I'm looking for a fastball, you know. The, all those guys out there, they throw cheese. And, uh you know, I just uh, I give myself a good position, you know, to score the ball. Um, today was it was a good day for me, you know, I scored a lot of balls out. And unfortunately, I get only two hits, but, you know, this will tell you how hard a game it is. Sandy's start might get lost in the shuffle, but what do you think about his competition level today? Pretty good, you know, he was a locked in. He was, you know, strike one out of the get-go. And, uh, you know, Sandy is, is, is our age, you know. I know he's been struggling lately, but, you know, um, he's an ace in here. I mean, he, I think he, he believes in himself, uh, the stuff that he has. But, you know, this guy a lot of time is it's mental. It's, it's a really uh, tough game, hard game. And, uh, you know, just, it's just depending on you how hard you, and how, how hard, how long uh, you let us think stay with you. Gene, I love the shades. Thank you very much for the time. All right, thank you. All right, Kyle, back to you. All right, that was Gene Segura. Let's listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 5-1 win over the White Sox. Skip, just uh, ultimate definition of it's not over till it's over. What's kind of going through your head in, in that ninth as you see that rally unfolding? I think it was a pretty frustrating day, the first eight innings. Uh, Sandy was throwing the ball so well, really good defense behind him. Joey Wendell, Segura, 
Sanchez in center. Um, we had guys on base. We just couldn't get that one big hit and finally broke through in the ninth inning. Um, Soler, huge 3-2 count um, take. Sanchez, good battle of bat with the walk. And then, you know, obviously a couple big hits in between. And, you know, we talk about value of putting the ball in play. And, um, you know, sometimes you're going to run into double plays, if we, we, which we have done too many times this year. But uh, we also put the ball in play today and got us a couple runs and um, helped us win a game. Is that the most important part of being able to put together a rally like that, not carrying that frustration from those first eight innings into that ninth? I think you just trust your process and that you swing in at strikes. We came, we went out of the zone a lot with the runners in scoring position the first, uh, you know, whatever, eight innings, especially against the starter. Um, and that's what, you know, the guys were frustrated about. It wasn't, um, you know, too many hard hit outs um, besides maybe Segura. It was just lack of going out you know outside of our strength and outside of the strike zone we got inside the strike zone we were really successful we did it for one inning but one inning uh won the game you mentioned segura just all season with such well, his two at bats before that just hard contact for alex it's good to see him finally get one that drops and it's big in that inning. it is he he's feeling it um he feels horrible about it. He's frustrated, been frustrated the whole year so far. Uh, so it's nice for him to get a couple big hits, helped us, you know, the cushion in the ninth inning really separated, uh, separated that ball game and helped us, you know, in the ninth inning get a four-run lead instead of a couple-run lead, which is a big difference. It gets a really good lineup. So, yeah, I mean, he's been playing good defense all year in a new position. Um, hopefully the hitting can come. You, you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned Sandy. Uh, how big was him keeping you guys in the game while you dealing with those frustrating bats with runners on base and everything. Yeah, he gave up a solo home run. You know, I can deal with a solo home run all day long. Got a lot of ground balls today. The defense played excellent um, for, you know, seven innings of his of his outing. Uh, a lot of two-seamers. I thought his changeup was really good today. Um, slider had some more movement and depth. Um, but, you know, besides maybe a couple walks that he wants to have back, I mean, he pitched really, really well and kind of vintage Sandy. What did you think was the most important aspect of this start for Sandy? You know, doesn't have that big inning that gets away, makes it through seven, only allows a one run. What did you think was maybe the most important aspect of Sandy's start? I think efficient innings, um, third time through the order, change it up a little bit. Um, location was a lot better for me. I don't know what he'll tell you, but for me, it was just a lot better location of where he wanted to throw the baseball. Um, he's probably still frustrated because that's just who he is and uh, the kind of mentality he wants to pitch nine innings but that um, the last couple starts besides of like one inning has been really really good and um, and so you know we'll take away the the really efficient innings location wise third time through the order um, was much better than you know maybe the previous the couple of starts at the beginning of the year the decision just to let him go seven rather than go back out there what was behind that you're gonna see the top of the order again um, and Okert, uh, you know, has been doing really well, lefties and righties. You know, we felt like Sandy did enough to help us win the game. I mean, one run, seven innings, a couple hits. Uh, I mean, he did plenty for us to win the game. It was up to our offense to get that win for him, at least get a no decision for him because he deserved that. I know you had mentioned last start, even though, the, you know, that five-run inning was probably some of the best he did. What about today, though? When's the last time, you know, the results matched up with maybe the stuff? How did he look compared to the rest of the season? 
that's the frustrating part for him is he's looked great except for like one inning, uh, an outing. And so I think he, 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 the guy always works. He's not satisfied with anything. Um, so he's trying to figure out exactly what was going on. And, um, you know, I think he's he dissects every single outing and tries to figure out why the third time through is different, you know, what the changeup depth is, what the slider depth is. Um, and he tries to master every pitch. And I think the difference was really is those one big innings. How big was it just for like Solaire just to get out of that slump? Nice three for three day, and then coming up in the ninth with the walk. Yeah, three for three, and then on base a couple other times with a hit by pitch and a huge walk. Kelly's nasty. I mean, he's throwing 100 mile an hour sinkers with good curveball, changeup combination to, to lay off that three two pitch. Um, was as good of an at bat as he's taken all year. It was a walk. Um, so we. You know, we value the walk. We we preach the walk, and um, I know Brownie was super happy with that. Especially in Sanchez too, going outside the zone, maybe the first couple outings or first couple of bats, um, and taking a huge three-two walk as well. That's how we won the game. Quicker too, right? He hasn't been doing well at the plate, and then obviously last night with the injury for him to come off the bench. His pinch hit numbers are pretty good, so uh, he, he shouldn't get too good at that because it might be a thing. <laughs> All right, let's head down and listen to what Sandy Alcantara had to say following his outstanding performance. Sandy, seven strong innings today, only allowed the one run, didn't have a, a big inning that gets away. What was the most important part of this start for you? Uh, first, I want to say thank God for keeping me healthy through the game. You know what I mean? Like you say, seven innings strong, you know what I mean? So I don't get the win, but I feel happy you know, because I need it. So, so I feel happy because we win and we got a play as a team. Skip up maybe location really good that third time through the order. What do you think made the difference for you today that third time through the order being able to get through cleanly? You know, just go out there any by any, you know, and trying to attack them, you know, the most that I can, you know, and try to, to not miss my spot too much. You're a ground ball pitcher. Today was your uh, season high in ground balls. Why do you think you got so many today? Uh, too soon. Too soon, you know, back door and inside to the right. So I think uh, I think uh, I've been doing a great job, you know, trying to to be, you know, positive every day, you know. I mean, trying to not think about, like, what happened to me. So, but I think I just got to keep doing what I'm doing, you know, keep going outside every fifth day, you know, and try to, to give my 100% to win again. I'm going to ask about Early after the day after the start, your last start, you, you seem to shave a bit. Just uh, what was the reasoning behind that, and how does it feel to kind of look a little bit like baby Sandy? <laughs> uh, you know, just try to do something different, you know what I mean? Have my beer for at least. I do. I, I did it last year, you know, I shaved it down last year. So this year, you know, I just trying to do something different, you know. Maybe when I have luck today, you know, and you guys see what I did. Where do you want to build off this start today? You know, keep doing the same you know keep doing the same you know because I believe in myself I know what I can do so just gotta tomorrow you know do my routine you know watch some video and, and see what I did good today what did you think about some of the defensive plays behind you especially Joey Wendell I, I mean those weren't just some routine plays they were some pretty spectacular defensive plays great job by those guys you know Window, Segura Segura made mm -hmm. a couple nice plays over there so I think everyone everyone did a great job today you know trying to to make some out and I feel happy about it. Installing throughout a runner too, free. I know that's been, you know, an issue for the team in the past. Oh yeah. So I mean I feel happy for him, you know. Now we got assigned to to be a little bit more quick to the play. So and I think we did it. We did a nice job today, try to to make an out in second base. Where were you during the ninth inning rally? Were you getting treatment? 
what was your? I was here inside, but I was watching the game. Everybody did a great job. Nice comeback by the team. Thank you, Seth. All right, again, Marlins win 5-1 to one yesterday against the Chicago White Sox, an opportunity to win the series where Braxton Garrett takes on Lucas Giolito. It's going to be a 2-10 first pitch, which means I got Marlins on deck at 140. As always, thanks for joining us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.